0: are now listening to A Single Mama Married Podcast, where women from all walks of life share their intimate life experiences by exposing real-life scandals, deception, agony, and how they found happiness through their adversities. I am your host, Mo McCarty, and this is An Unorthodox guys welcome back so we had to take a quick moment to kind of discuss a little bit more since I think I was kind of getting emotional inside and I, I needed to like woo. I'm still trying to put myself keep myself together for y'all you know <laughs> but I know we, we we talked a lot about ppt and we talked about um how long um it transitioned into the actual depression but um we left off with behaviors like what steps are you talking about? What steps are you doing or taking in order for you to kind of overcome these challenges to challenging moments? Mm-hmm. So, um, tell me again, how long did PPD last for you before it transitioned to actual depression? Um, it was about four months, um, and, and you... I was taking medicine for so, it. So, so they gave you like something like comparable to like Zoloft. Um, I don't remember they they had originally um, prescribed me something else and I didn't really like it mm-hmm. I can't remember ex- exactly uh, what it is, but um, I Didn't really like the way that it made me feel I didn't um, and then so I just stopped taking it all together Okay, and I was already I was already uncomfortable with taking medication and I feel like because I had let other people get in my head, you know, like um, you know, when you are (laughs) when you're black, Uh black people like, oh, you know, you don't take no medicine. You just gotta deal with it. You just gotta be strong. You just gotta deal with it. It's like, no, like this is this is like this is like a real problem. Mental health, um, like it should really be taken seriously. Absolutely. When you hear these stories about um and I, I always feel some type of way when you hear stories about um, moms you know harming their kids, Maybe, themselves, yeah. babies, and these, these, these dads, these, these not these moms that are going on to the news. Do you hear about the lady that killed her herself and her children? Yeah I, there's so many stories there's so many stories now. but but you think it's a joke. What it until it actually happens. And I think that people judge them. Yeah. Absolutely. But it's like you you just you just never know. Like you, you you just you just never know. Um and it could be it could be anybody. It's only by God's grace that we can function and not be, you know, right not be homeless, not be out of our damn minds and -hmm. right. Yeah. Not this is the the law. When I tell you, you heard me curse like 20,000 times. Yeah. Yeah. We are, rated R. (laughs) you know, um, yeah, it's only by God's grace that, you know, we survive these things. Right. Right. Um, and I just feel like people don't take it seriously. I think that, um, we think that mental health is like some type of joke or something that we can, Control, like, mental health is not really something that you can just be strong and get through. You can be strong enough to say, I need help. Right, right. I need, you know, medical attention. That's where you can be strong right. at. And there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't make you uh, weak. It doesn't make you crazy. Yeah. It might be a little crazy. Yeah, but, but you know, it, 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 it it's, that's the reality of it. Yeah. So you said something that um, that I really, really want to talk about a little bit more, and that is you transitioning into depression even till now. Till so now. Mm-hmm. So mind you, Zion, her latest child, is three, mm-hmm. three years old now, right? So mm-hmm. three years, three years old and... Yeah. And you're still experiencing not PPD again. PPD okay. is a whole different ball game. Yeah. But depression. Yeah. So and you're still experiencing that now. So how are you balancing that out? Because yeah, something you we 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 want we want to we want to be able to tackle, but it's hard when you don't have support, whether it be yeah. your peers, your significant other, or your significant saying, "Hey, you're strong. You can handle it. You got this." But really, you need an outlet. That's yeah, not just other. Absolutely. Um, my husband is very supportive. Um, he's just, he's a good guy. He's so supportive. He's mm-hmm. always, you know. That's how I feel about Danny. He's yeah. so supportive. Yeah. But he will never understand. He will never, are, right. <laughs> will never get it. As much as yeah. we try to convince ourselves that, well, maybe if he read a book or two, he got it. Yeah. And maybe if he did this, he's yeah. going to get it. But the reality is is that he is a man and he might educate himself, essentially, but he will never fully understand the depths of what we feel and what we go through. Right. Especially when it comes to our mental health and wellness. Uh, So let's tap into that a little bit Um, on the depression part. Because, you know, I I think that you, you said something that made me think about my experience going to the doctor because I hide it. I hide even from the doctor because I don't want to tell them, Hey, I want to kill my baby. <laughs> no one wants to say that because then you get it is nervous. Hard. You get nervous about them trying to take your baby away from you. Right. And then you call, uh, then you're nervous about them, oh my gosh, you're gonna call CPS on me and this, that, and the third. And so yeah. I'm very hesitant to be honest with my own doctor because right. of that stigma of you calling the damn CPS and taking my babies. Cause I know that I don't want my babies gone from me. I know I want my babies with me, but I can't help but to have these crazy, unimaginable thoughts that right. you would think that no mom could ever or should ever have. But right. guess what? We fucking do. Never. Yeah, we do. We have these thoughts. And how do you control it? So I, I was like you. Zola. Pills. Anxiety pills. Everything you can possibly think of. And man, it just hit me. I did the same thing. Like, I'm not about to take all these pills. I can handle it. Yeah. And we fall into the category of being a high-functioning, a high-functioning depressive individual where we Find ourselves out lashing at certain things Mm -hmm. out of nowhere and mainly towards the only outlet that we have, which is typically our significant other. Oh, yeah. And then we find ourselves just spazzing out like all (laughs) the time. Call me weird if you want to, but that's how my reality is with Danny is because I find myself spazzing out all the time. So now that you're in this and you're aware of this, Mm -hmm. you know, what do you find yourself like? I guess. Where well, I'm at right now is now that you're aware that you are experiencing this depression, what steps are you taking that to, to kind of get off. you past all that? I take so a lot okay. <laughs> and I do see a therapist, so mm-hmm. um, we um, since we are in a pandemic, um, I do it via Zoom, mm-hmm. but every week, yeah, every week, um, I have a meeting with a, a therapist, we do exercises, um so taking uh medication, seeing a therapist, um, doing um exercises, breathing exercises, oh, and working out. Um yes. it's working out, okay. It's um therapeutic. Um also me and my husband, we started a business. Um, you know, I've always been into right, fashion right, right, right. and doing clothes and so that's been um, you know, doing something other than the usual work and, um, taking care of my kids. That's been, uh, therapeutic for me also. Um, and, you know, um, uh, doing your mantras and, um, your daily affirmations, those things help a lot too. Um, I think that I think that your circle too is um very important um because if you constantly have people that'll make you think that you know mental illness is not serious right, like postpartum right. depression and or depression and anxiety, these things are um not serious, and you should just cheer up buttercup, suck it right, up, right. you know all those things. <laughs> then I think um that's to be considered too who right. you are surrounding yourself with because you need um you need a good circle. You need someone that's not only going to just pray for you, but someone that's, you know actively um, involved with your healing. Exactly. And someone okay. that's gonna encourage you to do things, um to go to therapy, to seek help and um You know, um, yeah, those things are important. So I know that your story, I I mean, we obviously can tell that uh, Jeanette's story caters to women uh, for the the actual motherhood part of it. So this categorizes under motherhood for those who are experiencing need loss and feeling like that the PPD is not normal. After having a loss, but then finally getting your golden child, having your children, and um, women who who experience the same thing that Jeanette has experienced, sometimes kind of feel guilty about Mm -hmm. why I feel the way that I feel. But what I think Jeanette, you're saying is that it is absolutely normal and it's okay. But get help, right? And it's okay to get help. It's okay to get help. More women um, go through this than we know. Um, after having my losses, I became a part of a, a mother a group on Facebook where there were lots of women who had experienced uh, losses. I didn't even know what a rainbow baby was meant, right. or you know, yeah. I didn't know any of that. Um, and I became a you part know. of. And then um, I didn't know whether or not like my son was uh, right, right, right. A, a rainbow baby, but yeah. it's a rainbow baby is specifically a, a child after a loss so I guess um I guess my son is considered the pot of gold yeah he, he's Ask, after the uh, rainbow baby right so um yeah your daughter my, is your rainbow baby my, so yeah, he is my asked, rainbow absolutely. baby um but you know if you need to become a part of even a Facebook group or some kind of um you know sisterhood that can help you um mentally that's a good thing too like your community is very important um, to your mental health. I know that, you know, you talked about community because sometimes women have a hard time opening up to a next another woman yeah. and, and sharing their experiences or mm-hmm. feeling like they can't find that connection with another woman who understand what she's going through. How did that work for you? Like, trans, I, I guess, you know, just assimilate new or getting acclimated into a new group, for instance, Facebook. Yeah, that's very true. Um, it's, I, I definitely consider myself to be um, very introverted. So it kind of takes me a moment to open up to people and to warm up to people. But um, I feel like for me, I found healing in talking about it and um, being so open right. about um, my losses. Like I would, um, I would write about it right. on Facebook and I would have... So many women, people that I know, that oh, I, grew I up with. I can't didn't even ask you this, too, because this is, I, I, I wanted to ask Jeanette this uh, way early on, Amber, mm-hmm. because you used to share mm-hmm. all of your experiences when mm-hmm. you were pregnant and you found mm-hmm. out, but you did, you did the last two. Oh, yeah. And you know, I'm so big on that, as you know, yeah. no one knows that I'm expecting, and I've never been one to share my pregnancy until mm-hmm. like thirty eight. And that's when I'm like, Okay, turn up time. I'm I'm good. Baby, yeah. you know, baby's good. But I've always been one to protect my space and protect my environment. Um, because I don't know who's low key hating. I don't know who's low key envious of my life. I don't know anything. All I know yeah. is that I want to protect the energy around that. Was that kind of similar to what you kind of did when it came to uh, your, your pregnancy? Um, I definitely agree with that. For me, um, when I was pregnant with uh, my daughter, um, Genesis, we had never said anything, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to step out on faith. And when I was in the hospital and things were looking good, I posted her ultrasound picture. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. My water broke that day. And not to say like, no, that just gives me goosebumps, <laughs> but, but like, yeah, not to but say like, that it jinxed it yeah. or anything like that. Um, because I do feel like God is in complete control. But for me, it did something on the inside of me. Um, and it just made me um, protect a little bit protect my pregnancy a little bit more and um so you know with my (laughs) i don't think unless you saw me or you were in my you know immediate uh friend circle you didn't know until i posted her picture that i had her and it was just because um and it's not anybody's fault but after i lost my daughter um i had people who after afterwards you know people take Facebook breaks and people take Uh time off they don't know what happened and they were like oh where's the baby What you know Uh, you have to relive those moments moments. you have to explain now to this individual you know Um, so I had a lot of that and I just didn't want to go through it and that's hard and that Mm -hmm. also affects you on your depression as well too because you are being reminded to live in that moment to express to somebody who's inquiring about what you they thought that was now a baby but now isn't and they don't know because they don't keep up or whatever it may be but that's that's big and I love that you talked about community and how community really really is the key success to really getting you over that hump of depression whether it be postpartum depression baby blues or any of those things because again is it normal to be depressed it is normal That we go through these experiences, but what's not normal is accepting it and thinking that you can be a high functioning depressive, uh, uh, depressed, a depressed individual, Mm -hmm. and that's something that we need to break the stigma uh, stigma as to why I've created this podcast and this blog for women to be able to identify themselves with my guests, with myself, but also to understand that. It's okay. Like it's, okay. it's so okay. Like you're not the only one going through this. This has been going on for years. But mm-hmm. our previous generations and generations before us have normalized that this is okay, and we're supposed to take the beat, the ass beaten, because mm-hmm. this is what we're used to. And this is we're the strong women that handle this. All the strong black women that's supposed mm-hmm. to take all, all the beating, it. everything. Mm-hmm. That the, the, no, 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 and no, the fuck no, <laughs> no. Okay, like we have to be able to feel comfortable to share these experiences with our significant other and guess what i've learned that we cannot force this onto our significant other for them to fully completely understand what we're going through but Mm -hmm. we do enough for them to understand but we have to find a different outlet at least i know i have to find a different outlet Mm -hmm. and so i will end with this uh Jeanette, I know that you catered with your story more towards women and we talked a lot about mm-hmm. depression, PPD and feeling and having depression after going through all these losses and that it's okay that, that, that is, that it's okay that you're going through these mental thoughts, um, after, ha- after losing your baby and that you're not the only one who has experienced right. this. What, advice do you give to women who just lost their children, whether it be their first, their second, their third child, and now they're currently pregnant or are ex- currently uh, expecting with their child right now who's listening in, or those who just had their baby and they're currently going through PPD and having these um, just unimaginable thoughts. What, ex- what advice as a seasoned woman, as a seasoned mom, as a seasoned individual who has gone through these depression in that particular experience, what advice do you have for this woman is going through, what you've already done, what you've already conquered, what you've already experienced, and that you're still challenging yourself yeah. on a daily basis because you're still Concealed dealing with it. Control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just say um, to not lose your hope. Um, to not lose your faith, um, because even if your rainbow happens to be an adoptive child, Right. because some women, oh, see, I love that you said that. Yeah, yeah even if you're, you know, um, we, you know, we don't always know the end result. Only God knows. We don't right. know everything that's going to happen tomorrow, six months from now. But we shouldn't lose hope. We shouldn't lose faith. We shouldn't lose um, the um, the desires that we have—if right. you have a desire to have a child, it may not come the way that you thought you were expecting to have this child. You may have thought to um, you were going to carry it. I had—I had multiple friends offer to carry my baby for me mm-hmm. if I could not, and that to me was one of the most—it brings that tears is so, to my eyes. Yeah, that's so beautiful. It is the most beautiful yeah. thing that you could offer somebody. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, my advice I, I know, I know it's over. You know, I, I'm like mad emotional right <laughs> now. So. Yeah, so it is to just um, stay positive, to continue to heal. Don't ignore the um, unhealthy thoughts that you have, but don't beat yourself up over them either. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I like about this generation is this generation literally is the generation of healing. Yes. You know, our parents and our grandparents, you know, I, I give them credit because they were the ones that carried it. They were strong, but we said no. We go, uh, we, we got, go heal, we this. Got, we gonna heal this. We go heal this. We go heal this. We <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yes, this is the so, generation to heal. Yeah. So just continue to break the heal, break the stigma. Yeah, absolutely. That's beautiful. Guys, thank you so much for watching and listening in on our episode with Jeanette Bayless, a mother, a wife, a woman who's gone through some losses, gone yeah. through so much in her life, but yet she continues to strive, continue to rise above all else. And she is definitely a story that those who are experiencing or who have lost um, any any pregnancy and who is trying, that there is always hope. And I like that you ended with even if your rainbow baby is an adoptive baby. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely possible. So I hope that for those who are listening in, if you are having any kind of doubt in your mind, listen listen to Jeanette's story. Listen to what she's gone through. And I will leave her information where if you need um, someone to talk to or chat to about your experience and relate to what's similar to what she experienced. Um, I'm sure she'll be open to very open definitely up. receiving that because I know that she wouldn't want anyone else to go through what she's gone through. Not Wounded having that yes. Wounded hand heals best. You heard it first from Jeanette Bayless here. Thank you again so Thank much you. for joining us. And this is a single mama Mary podcast and unorthodox therapy. You're a non traditional therapist. Thank you so much, guys. You were listening to Single Mama Married Podcast, an unorthodox therapy hosted by Mo McCarty. Visit us at www.singlemamamarried.com or www.unorthodoxtherapy.org.